Welcome back to 1876 Sports and Culture Podcast, a show focused on highlighting the illustrious Prairie View A&M University, the HBCU of Texas, by promoting SWAC and the HBCU experience, featuring your fellow PB Panthers, Roland Austin, Jay Cleasy, Big Mike Washington, three-time SWAC champ Gati Werema, former drum major HBCU band historian Shanetta Haskell, and Al Williams, driving the show from the hill. Please subscribe and follow us on social media at 1876 SCP. And don't forget, we do it for the culture. Welcome to the 1876 Sports and Culture Podcast. Hey, man, I'm feeling good today. We had a good one yesterday. Yes, we sir. Jackson. We started we off slow. Jackson. Man. Well, hey, you know we like to keep it, make it interesting, bro. Oh, yeah. It got a little, it was very dramatic. It was very dramatic. They came out the gate a little slow when, when, when I saw UAP, because first of all, it wasn't on ESPN, so we had to go to the UAPB site. And I clicked on the link, and it was like $10. I'm like, hold on, bro. Uh-uh. <laughs> so I found a local radio station, and I listened to it on the radio. Old school. Man, it was $10. We we, we linked up. A couple of us linked up and watched, it, watched the, uh, the, the, the show that the fellas put on for us, but it, it was a good game. I, I One day I'm going to have to make it up to Pine Bluff and check it out in person. Yeah, you know, y'all you good. have no desire to be. And you take that trip on y'all, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I would, yeah I'm I good with Pine Bluff. The boys, but hey, man, we, we go, <laughs> Pine Bluff is not the spot for me. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm good on Pine Bluff. <laughs> but hey. We, we got you everywhere else. So, right, right. We got big news this week. We have a new president. We got we a new president, a Dr. Tamika LeGrand. Yes, El President. Right. El President. Madam, Madam President. Madam President. <laughs> Madam President. So uh, she is a uh, undergrad out of uh, Savannah State, HBCU. Yep. Uh, she's got a Thank master's goodness. in chemistry from North Carolina A&T, HBCU. She's got her, uh, her doctorate degree from Texas Tech. But my understanding, she's worked at uh, University of Houston downtown. Um, mm-hmm. So she she's been in, she's been in our neck of the woods before. But I, I I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what she brings in. Uh, she's a enrollment and student success specialist. Let's let's see what she. I think uh, the Board of Regents is chasing that A and T throne for the biggest HBCU. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, we got a long way to go to get there. Uh, just from a structural internal structural component in my opinion we got some it's it's some more pink slips need to be given out and some more competent people need to be hired to make that happen i'm sorry to be negative right off the bat but hey i'm happy that she is an hbcu alum she should understand the culture she's seen two she's been on two hbcu campuses so hey we're gonna put our full weight behind her hopefully as a pb alum and uh, help her to be successful as she's tutored by president simmons one thing I will right. say, as we as we look at um, her ability to grow the university, uh, she should have a lot of push behind them. And I think 
how that kind of leads into that next segment, right? With affirmative action, she should have a lot of uh, a lot of push to kind of help her get to said goal. That's, that's I think you're right, Roman. That's going to be a big tailwind as you know we've got the Supreme Court with this majority. You know, later this month they're supposed to be deciding on an affirmative action case at, in in the corporate spaces as well. I, I did read an article this week where a lot of companies uh, were gearing up up for this this uh, of dismantling all of the DEI initiatives on the corporate space uh, and they may be uh, feeling a little reprieve based on the results coming out of the midterm elections yeah I, I the midterm elections I guess gave you a little bit of hope but hey man the Supreme Court has the conservative majority affirmative action is out the window and to me uh, how this impacts HBCUs I hope I feel that you will see a continuation of enrollment increase across the board for HBCUs because those HBC, those African-American students who did have a desire or were going to PWIs, hey, let's be real about it. A lot of these schools are only making the diversity numbers because they have to. If they no longer have to make those diversity numbers or meet those diversity quotas, they ain't gonna. And so kids who had desires to go to PWIs, even though they were highly qualified to do so, probably won't be let in at the numbers that they were previously once affirmative action is completely wiped away. Yeah, I also think you got to take it a little bit step uh, a step further, right? It's not just about, you know, um, going there because they won't let us in anywhere else, right? Especially we talk back to Dr. Legrand's pedigree. We got to realize that student success plays into that as well so with everything that's going on from a social standpoint our social culture is just a little unraveling right now these kids will find themselves in a place that they are actually comfortable and that comfortable environment should help their overall success so not just seeing a growth in the enrollment but also seeing a growth in the matriculation of these kids that are coming to these hbcus yeah and, and again it ain't it's not because they're not qualified to get into these schools. We are seeing kids at, at Prairie View with ridiculously high GPAs, test scores, and qualifications yes, across the board. It's crazy. Hell, I probably wouldn't have been able to get in PV right now. <laughs> I'd have probably had to go straight to the military after. I had to but, oh, <laughs> but you know, I, I uh, you know, it, to me, it is certain things help you when you don't realize they are going to help you so yep. with the with the with your boys uh, 45 i believe is his number with his foolishness uh when it came on a rise we saw our hbcu enrollments jump again i think this affirmative action uh raveling back is gonna further cause our culture to benefit so things yep. that we see as a detriment I think are going to help impact us in a positive way across the culture. So oh, definitely. I'm here for it. Most definitely. Most definitely. As I am. So, so also this week, you know, we saw there was supposed to be a red wave coming uh, in the midterms. And it seemed like it was more like the red wedding from Game of Thrones for Republicans. They were going down left and right, bro. <laughs> hey, just a little splash, a little splatter, a little splatter. <laughs> So for the first time in, in over a generation in a midterm election, a party that has control of the White House did not lose control of the Senate and the House. So, man, that, that was big. Now, 
what do they do with this is the question. If it was me, I'm expanding the Supreme Court. I'm filling every empty federal judge opening that there is. I'm going hard. I'm going hard up till leading up to 24. Yeah, Al. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, you ain't leading the Democratic Party. <laughs> Because we damn we know damn well that they they soft as hell. They're going to play goody goody two shoes. Let's reach across the aisle. You know Biden ain't nothing but a half ass fake Democrat. He's not gonna expand the court. He they not gonna go hard. They gonna keep playing this game with these Republicans, and they're not gonna take advantage of the situation. And that is so unfortunate. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm being Mister Negative, but. I'm just going off of past history, man. I heard that, man. So um, another little thing that happened this week, uh, we see basketball, both men's and women are coming out the gate hot. I think uh, in the first two games for the men, they're averaging 94 points a game. They're playing basketball. And, and it's not just PV. <laughs> Swag basketball been hot the last couple days all week all week man i'm excited to see the basketball season uh come in the swag play it's it's gonna be tight yeah we're not seeing them those uh 40 40 50 point deficits that we used to see <laughs> no man we uh it's some uh, you know competitive basketball it's play. gonna be hey we miss around to become a basketball league so we had a couple upsets uh prayer view hasn't played one of the big uh, power five yet but we will be playing washington state uh this tuesday at home so hopefully that, that high offensive streak will continue all the way into into tuesday we will be probably we'll have a we'll be we'll have a size disadvantage but hey up to this point they've been hot hopefully our shooters will enter that game hot because we don't need those three-point shooters to continue, to continue that hot streak but basketball season's gonna be off the chain Hey, we need to get those students on out hey. there to make that dome a little, little noisy. Yeah. I, I'm just glad we're not starting off like last year, man. You remember last yeah. year we were like 0-20 or something before we had to track play. And I just think it took something out of it took something out of the team to to lose that many games back to back. It hit their confidence. It, it definitely did. And so I hey kudos to whoever changed up the schedule. Uh, but yeah, for us to start off the season with with a bunch of W's, both the men and the women, uh, it, it's also a, it presents a positive visual when someone pulls up their record and you, and you see wins instead of a zero dash double digit number. It, it's just a you know it's just a visual that uh, starts your season on a positive note. So a hey, Tuesday night in the baby dome. Let's get it. Washington State will be entering the building. Let's be hostile. I'm there. Also, we are it, it, we are entering a season where interest meeting season. Interest uh -oh. meeting season at PV on the yard. And if anybody who was on the yard is either Greek or had desires of going Greek, you know how how trepid this this season is, man. <laughs> how interesting the interest how meetings can be. <laughs> Everybody's peeping who went to what meeting. You think you're being secretive, but somebody saw you go to that meeting now. They saw you out there picking up trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saturday morning. Who was you out there with? See? You have those who were in who were uh invited. You have those who were not invited and are just showing up in hopes that they catch somebody's eye. 
Don't forget those that went with their friend because they was going, girl, you got, you ain't hear about it? No, they didn't tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So do's and don'ts uh, don'ts changed over the years? I mean, we know what it was back in our day, right? But have those things evolved? I think it's the same. It's the same. same. You got to be consistent. You better not show up at the Alpha uh, interest meeting having just left the Omega interest meeting. Mm. Nah. Mm -mm. You gonna screw yourself out (laughs) of work. Yeah. Yeah. So you you need to choose wisely up front Yep. And you got to just go with it. Otherwise, just wait till grad. Sorry. But not sorry. <laughs> and there used to be there used to be a time where let's say if you didn't make it on the, the alpha line or the Q line or the Kappa line, you potentially maybe could go Sigma. Go to, yeah, not no more. Not no more. Uh-uh. They got to wait and listen. Hey. hey, and if if your mom or dad is a member of that organization, don't have mama make a phone call. Trust no. me. Don't have daddy make no phone call. You got to get this one on your own. Oh, you said my daddy nah. can't call up here and tell them that he, my daddy was on the phone. <laughs> <ain't> the three line. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> you get that vote. <laughs> Remember, you still got to pass a vote. So do not, I repeat, do not have your mama or your daddy make that phone call for you because you're going to be outside looking in. It ain't, it ain't, oh, it don't oh, hey, so so for the people out there, Shanetta is ain't on because she she's listening, but she's at her daddy's 85th birthday celebration. She said, "Yeah, please don't Happy do birthday, that." Pop. She said, "Please don't have your mom and daddy call." Mama, she couldn't resist will. that one. I'm gonna assume it's been some deltas. Yeah, and, hey, <laughs> if there is a community service requirement. Make sure you ain't putting down. I went to I went to the middle school with with, with Bubba Nim or I I, I uh, you don't go making up stuff. If it doesn't have a website, don't put it on your application because it's gonna get it's rejected. Gotta, it's gotta be proof of life to that activity. <laughs> you need proof one, of life. One thing I am seeing now, even uh man, even my kids in middle school and high school now, they have they have a um, community service log that they make and it gets signed off on. Man, hey, you better keep those certificates. <laughs> hey, when you do that community service, you better keep the certificates, take some pictures, put all mm. that with your application or something. Because I'm telling you, it, your your application will be rejected if you say, uh, yeah, I served uh, breakfast for, to the elders at my church last Sunday. Uh, nah, boo, that ain't going to cut it. That's six degrees of separation that came to like 1.5, Jack. Somebody know you and know that you weren't there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Here's the next thing. When somebody has to write your letter, make sure they're financial. <laughs> Don't have somebody that's been on the yard for eight years but ain't been financial since they crossed to write your letter. I'll do you one that's better. A, make sure, no make sure they know you. Make sure they know that? you. They ain't writing. Let's start, let's start there. No, 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 no. Understand what I'm saying. Make sure they know you. Don't have somebody write a letter for you, and that letter is completely misrepresentative of who you are, and people over here with receipts of who you really are. That's not going to go over well either. Yeah, well, that's, that's bad. Question. Last question on this topic. Do they or do they not? Should they or should they not bring that transcript with them to the interest meeting? Are they still doing that? What, what you, you don't need it at the interest meeting. 
the application and all that is pretty much online. So you don't need to bring that to the interest meeting, but just make sure you confirm what the GPA requirement is and you have it. If the GPA requirement is 3.0 and you got a 2.987, you do not meet the requirement. So not only can we not recruit student athletes with, with under 3.0s, you can't hey. pledge if you ain't got no 3.0. Hey, you need a buffer because you know you know what happens afterwards sometimes. You don't need you, that buffer, you need Jack. That buffer. Scholarship <laughs> money will go out the window. Uh, <laughs> Mama, I lost my scholarship. Because <laughs> I was pledging. Right. Good luck. Not the old six. Mama, like, uh, huh? Oh, <laughs> go get your money from them old six. Yeah, old six turned into something that rhymed with that. Uh huh. <laughs> Good luck to everybody out there who's trying to be down. Yeah, but know the rules. Know the rules. Do your homework. Make sure people know who you are. Don't let the first time somebody know you're interested is the day you show up at the interest meeting. You should have been going to all this stuff anyway. But for those of y'all in the cheap sheets, don't show up to the interest meeting for the first time. Like, And everybody looking at you like, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? And don't listen to somebody who ain't pledged. There you go exactly all right let's take a quick break and let's let's break down this football game second and five all right welcome back and so we had a heck of an offensive game after the first quarter yesterday so let's break that down what what you see joe Man, 55 to 24. We spotted them 10 points. We just got to make things interesting. I don't know why. But when the Panthers woke up after that long trip to Pine Bluff, it was on and popping, bro. But the thing is, they Hey, man, that boy Trazon Conley put them boys, for, got them for five TDs, man. He did yes. the damn thing. Wee! He so check. I, I just, I, man, go he ahead. Only threw the ball eight times. Five of them was touchdowns. That's <laughs> what's that quarterback rating? Yeah, <laughs> when you got seventy percent of your times. passes, when you got seventy percent of your passes for touchdowns, what does that what does that do for your quarterback rating? Is that even? Oh. Is that a stat? We need to check with Mike. Find out that stat. Excuse, excuse me. I got it wrong. He was eight for fifteen. Eight of his completion out of eight completions, five of them went for TDs. That's just hey, crazy. He made them count. He made them count, man. Uh-huh. He threw for 193 yards. Kind of wish him ran 11 for 69 yards. Jalen Howard went cut, had two catches for 90 yards and a TD. The thing that, that got me, time of possession, baby. We had the ball for 47 minutes of the game. <laughs> That's control, buddy. What? Yes. That's control. 47 minutes. So after we finished spotting them, those 10 points, we held their ball. We had total yards of 491, but 280 of those were on the ground. And a lot of our completions, we had 210 total passing yards, but there are a bunch of short completions. So just ground, just ball control. Just ball control, ball control. Keep the ball in your hands. Uh it was a nice showing, man. It was a hell of a bounce back. I think last week was a wake-up call. I don't know why we need wake-up calls, but hey, 
whatever it takes, our boys did it. They got in the game. They got in the game. That's all I can so, say. So now, all we got to do is <laughs> beat Valley. Beat, we talking about Valley in the, in the way we sit. We got to beat. We talking about Valley. Yeah. Hey. But. We, we talking about Valley, but, I, I you know, yeah, they came to our house in the rain and beat us last year. We know we had a few players that were out for that game. Uh, it, it was a letdown. I don't anticipate that going down this year. To me, Trazon Conley is who he's becoming, who the people who have seen knew what he could do, he's becoming that guy. Yeah. Uh, it kind of, to, to be honest with you, it kind of disappoints me when I think about to last year. If we would have given, if he would have been given an opportunity to take the ball and grow into the role last year, what he would be now. Instead of going with a transfer guy who was only going to be there for one season, I sure wish we would have gave given the guy who was loyal to the program the opportunity to grow in the role last year. So this year, it would have been on and popping because we see him growing from week to week. Yeah, that's true. The, the throws that he didn't necessarily make early on, he's making those throws. He's putting the ball on the money to receivers. We just need the receivers to become more consistent in catching those balls, which they did do this game. So that was a big takeaway for me. The ball was on the money and the receivers were catching it. They were doing what they get paid to do. Um, so fast forward to Valley next week, next Saturday. I see us going down there and taking care of business uh, offensively. Defensively, we gave up too many rushing yards more than I'm sure if you ask the defensive coordinator I'm sure he he's not happy about the yards we continue to give up on the ground and so that's one thing we got to tighten up on we've got to get our uh our front seven playing back to the way that death row defense played at the beginning of the season and, and tighten up that running game if we can tighten up on those those uh, rushing yards allowed I'm not afraid of Valley, and then we go into Jackson fully confident that we can get the job done. I don't think yes, anybody's yes. afraid of Valley. I, you know, it's really just, you know, um, where we have this dominating uh, showcase like we just saw at this game and like we saw at Lamar. I think that's what the Panther fans are looking to see at that game. Um we and we want to be competitive and make sure that we're able to do the same thing once we get to Jackson, because that's the that's the stop right there. You know, we want to make sure we're got to do make sure we pull out everything we got in that arsenal, because the run game is just not going to do it. We got to do a, a a full out air assault too. Well, the but the run game is so important that ball control is so important because you keep Shadur off the field. Yeah, that's true. If, that's if you roll point. into Jackson with this run offense. The ball control, you run it down their throat, you keep your defense off the field. They're not tired. They're not worn down. And that's when you're in business. So kudos to the, the coaches, the coaching staff for putting together this game plan. Kudos to the, the team that executed the game plan the way they were supposed to in the way they should, the way that we expect them to in, uh, in, in at Mississippi Valley this Saturday. There we go. Let's go. All we gotta do is be we talking about that. All we gotta do is yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. I'm I'm calling the audible here. We're gonna go to uh meet me at the flagpoles next instead of band. We'll come back to band at the end since Shanetta's not here. So let, let's let's uh take a quick break and we'll be right back with Meet Me at the Flagpoles.
Hey, you. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. 1876 Sports and Culture is proud to call Anchor.fm our official podcast distributor. So let me ask you this. Do you like podcasts and have maybe thought about creating your own? Well, check this out. At Anchor.fm, whether you are a rookie or a pro, this is the perfect platform for your voice to be shared. With Anchor, you can create, distribute, and monetize your podcast all for free, making the experience simple and smooth. Don't even worry about developing your audience. Anchor distributes your content with just a single tap. So what are you waiting for? Get started on Anchor.fm today. All right, and joining us today, we have none other than Troy James from that death row defensive line. Hails out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, criminal justice major. What's going on, bro? Nothing much. How you doing? How you doing? Doing good, man. I, good, I see y'all good. got y'all stride after that first quarter yesterday, y'all. y'all it was, what was said that flipped the switch for y'all? Just like he always does. And we just we knew we had to turn it on. We couldn't play with him. There it is. Yeah, because, you know, we, we came into this game looking at the, the, the last two games in our stretch with Pine Bluff and Valley. And then we looked at, you know, who's on our tail which was all corn looking at who they had left and it was everybody just assumed all right we just got to take all we got to do is uh so we were a little nervous after the the, the first two possessions yesterday but y'all y'all turned it on and uh you know we got this 55 24 dub over in the bluff so we we good with that oh uh, yes sir yes sir uh just the motto we going by that we started last week saying we playing playoff football uh this was first round this upcoming week, uh, second round. So we just we just taking one game at a time. I love it. So so tell us about uh, the game plan going forward with not only Valley but uh, Jackson State. And I know I know you don't want to look forward uh, past uh, this next playoff game. But <laughs> defensively, uh, what is the strategy? We all love that rotation. We all love that that rotating that that front four uh, to yeah, help bro. keep you guys fresh. Uh, what is the philosophy uh, and thought process behind that rotation and how has it helped the the, the front four stay fresh uh, or fresher than you were last year uh, as this season has progressed? It's just been a great rotation, having uh, having new guys come in, having that depth, keeping us able to just play our games. You know, snaps cut down from last year, taking to 50 snaps to now we're just taking, you know, we cut them down 25 snaps from each, you know, Splitting the snaps, and it's helping us win. It's helping us win games in the fourth quarter when we need that extra push. When you know you got that guy that can come in and help do get the job done. Uh, game plan wise, we just doing what we do best. You know, um, we just going to get after everybody. We're playing death row football. That's when we yeah. said all. That's what we said all year. Uh, Coach Bub always said from the start to finish, from fall camp, we told everybody, you know, we fast, and that's no, that's no lie, that's no joke. We're very fast on defense. We're very fast on offense. We're fast everywhere. So we're just going to play our game. So so you transferred in, I believe, from uh, OU, uh, yeah, if, I'm, if I'm correct. Tell us about the difference in the culture uh, from there to when you made the move to, to Prairie View and, and how has your Prairie View experience been? Well, the move from uh, Oklahoma, you know, it was the culture. Like, it was a good culture up there. Everybody was, you know, it was 
it was a lot of support. You know, here is a lot of support here too, but you know, not everybody supports the supports the football team, you know, all the time. You know, they'll come and you see them leave, you know, but when they see us down, but you know, they they still they still got that love for the team. Uh, my experience at Prairie View, honestly, it's been a it's been a great experience. Like I I can honestly say that I'm happy that I came here and I picked Prairie View to be my HBCU to attend. Um, I couldn't win anywhere, but I I chose here, and it's just everything's great here. Like the people, the the fans, like it's it's crazy because you wouldn't think I, I'm walking, people know who I am, and you wouldn't think that because you know it's Prairie View, you know. Nobody really – you really think nobody really pays attention to HBCU sports, uh, swag football, but people do. And that's that's very kind of – that's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Just to come here and just, you know, make a help, help make a change in the program, trying to trying to go make another championship run. So, yeah. we went last year, so now we're just trying to go finish it off this year. Hey, you, you don't have to uh, parse your words on this show. We all family, bro. We know <laughs> the fan base don't show up and support the way they're supposed to. You hey. – you can tell the truth. We we t- we talk about our fan base all the time. Uh, they're getting better, but yeah, we are. still they have are. some growth to 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 make. So I I, I went to a, a game a few years ago at OU, so I do understand the difference in the crowd participation. And so hopefully we'll continue to make strides to get to that point and give you guys the the type of support that you deserve. I think hearing it from the players help a lot. And that's one of the things we always try to, when we get you guys on the show, we definitely try to make sure that your voice is heard because I think those fans need to realize that it makes a difference, you know, on either side, it makes a difference to still, still see and hear those fans cheering for you in the fourth quarter. But it also makes a difference when you see that mass exodus um, after the third quarter and you're down or, or, you know, the, the outcome is kind of, you know, dim, right? So yeah. either way, I think everybody needs to realize that that that, that presence is felt. All right. Yes, sir. From a, a scheme standpoint, um, defensively, I, I hear a lot of uh, – you'll hear a lot of fans uh, question what the scheme, what the, the, the uh, philosophy is on the scheme, particularly in situations like a third and long. Can you tell us uh, – talk to us about uh, in situations where um, – Let's say it's third and long. Uh, we know we need to get pressure on a quarterback. What's the, the decision-making process or the thought process uh, philosophically about uh, bringing pressure just from the front four, maybe um, putting, sending the D-line on stunts, uh, sending pressure from uh, either the linebackers on a blitz package or a blitz package for uh, DB? Like, uh, Talk to us a little bit about the, the scheme and the thought process that uh, you're defensive coordinator employees honestly coach coach Wilson has a lot of everything and he you know he can throw anything at you uh but basically like third long I know I know everybody kind of because we give up a lot of third and long so I feel like you know so I see but mostly honestly I can just say like when we go back and watch the film and we all know personally we all know we when stuff happens we know it we know it's be our fault like we know that we're messed up on something so we we really it doesn't be the scheme it'll just be we didn't open up the wrong way. We we didn't run the or we didn't run the game the right way. Or the DBs, you know, they probably didn't they didn't open up. They didn't open up the right way. They may, took a false step. It was just really small things that we know, technique wise, that we just gotta get better at. That we but that we have gotten better at over the season. We've gotten better with dealing with throwing longs. 
Yeah, I think that's the only I think for us to go in into Jackson uh, with a W, I think that is the uh, one of the major uh, areas that we need to focus on is not allowing Shadur sit in that pocket all damn day and be able to get some pressure with our front four with just the front four. And that rotation is, I think, will go a long way in keeping you guys fresh and being able to just bring pressure with just that front four, which is something we we historically we haven't been able to do until uh guys like yourself and kevin victorian came in with that size and that strength to be able to defend against those bigger offensive linemen i guess talk to us about how you are able to continue that defensive pressure from last year's defensive team uh that was one of the best we had seen in probably 10 years or so um to this year you lost a couple guys on on defense we won't say the names but you lost a couple guys and i know you guys had the temperament that you wanted to come back uh improve the guys that you had were going to get it done what was your thought process from a defensive team standpoint of being as strong this season as you were last year um honestly it was just we all knew that we can get the job done uh we all knew what we had coming back we all know the guys. We all like a family. So we all just came in with this death row. Last year when we built death row, it was built off love and trust and loyalty. So and just being able to come back and we said to ourselves, We're gonna we're gonna do this. Like we're gonna run it back. That's what been the motto, running back. So yeah. we just said that's what we're gonna do. And if we knew it's gonna have to start on the defensive side of the bar, because most of us we that's where the experience is at, you know. And from D line D-line, we just said, we're going to run the team. Like, coming from when I came in, when I first came in, I told Coach Middleton, I said, Coach Middleton, I'm going to help. I said, I got you. Anything you need me to do, I'm going to help you with. I told him, I said, where I came from, OU, D-line, we said we were running the team. So, when I got here, I said, Coach, D-line, we're going to run the team. We're going to take the team over. With anything we got to do, we're going to make sure we handle it. Um, and just, just that from now on, you know, the D-line, we make sure we stick together. Everybody, we eat together. Our groups eat together. It's just family and loyalty. It's love. Everybody, we plan for one another. Plan for one another. We know we don't get another chance next year. So, because after that, we're done. So, we just we just trying to go out on top. I, I love that. <clears throat> family, loyalty, and love. It is. All right, Troy, well, man, we sure appreciate you joining us on the show. Good luck next week. All we got to do is... Be valid. Let's get him. Let's get him. Hey, we got our reservations for Jackson already. We ready to turn up. So let's go. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the All right. Thank you for joining, bro. Appreciate you, bro. And we'll be right back, and we're going to talk a little bit of band. All right. We know Shanetta is uh, at her dad's birthday party, so we're not going to harp on this too long. But let's let's talk about band, man. What, what you got, Roland? You know, listen, let me put my disclosure out there. I am under <laughs> no way qualified to discuss anything from a technical musicianship or any of that stuff. <laughs> but I will say that when we watch, I listened and watched PUAPB um, perform yesterday. It was a great representation of all things working together. It was the band was, man, they were jamming, first of all. 
they was hitting you with all kind of old school tracks. Then as soon as they came off the field, the deep, the announcer was in sync number one with when their show what with the all aspects of their show. And then as soon as they came off the field, the DJ hit them right back in and uh and and kept the tempo and the momentum of the of the spirit of the game going. That's I think that is all PB fans have been asking for is to make sure that all of those elements jive together, they click together. The announcer should know what that what that routine looks like. He should know the song play up, you know. And I know we got TT on the mic, but hearing that announcer kind of reiterate some of the things that's happening right after the, the band is done playing, and then have the DJ ready and queued up with something that's gonna just keep the crowd engaged. Dude, that's what folks are asking for when they say game day experience. That's the stuff that keeps people in the stands going into the third quarter. That's the stuff that say. No, nah, I'll get that. I'll get those nachos later. Let's keep this. Let me stay in the, let me stay in the stands right now, man, because it's just crock out here, right? And it, it, I, you know, I digress. I, I know Shadetta, you're not here, but you know, that's just what I saw from UAPB. I don't know whether you know what our mission was, whether or not we was going to travel to these last two games or not. But I think it was a great show, and from them, um, March of Storm. I know you got it in you, but it just not. It's just not on the storm. The announcers and the DJ, they all have to be in sync. They all have to be in sync. You say all things work together for the good. The, you know, for those <laughs> boy, you about to take me See? <laughs> those, I don't want to take those. <laughs> Cue the back for him. Bro, you gotta throw out a player when you need him. <laughs> you gotta throw out a big word, a big uh musicianship word right quick a big musicianship um um uh flight of the bumblebee that's okay. <laughs> i got bro that is not what i was looking for <laughs> what were you looking for <laughs> Where's one, the of them, <laughs> one of them foreign words falsetto or something like that okay falsetto <laughs> hey man what were you what you want from me man i told you I, this is not my thing I know what sounds good. I know what looks good as best I got for you. <laughs> so I guess we've got, I don't think the band is going to travel to Valley next week. They get Thanksgiving off and yep. then you got to come back and make this road trip to Jackson. So to me, you've got three weeks to be ready for something hot at Jackson. And this year, I want them to face us when they play. Don't face them Jackson fans. They ain't there for you. Hey, listen, face us listen. when you do the show. Tell us what you're gonna play so we can sing yes. along with you. Tell us what hey. the chant. we know the chant to, to swamp, we ready for that. If there's yep. anything else y'all gonna do, let us know up front and we wanna be there with you. We wanna <laughs> we wanna be <laughs> that, that we need a run of right? show. We need a run of show yep. prior to leaving for Jackson so we can be ready. Yes, yep. man. We don't want to be sitting in the crowds. What man, what is that? What is they put it right? Hey, what is and, that? and play the whole game. I don't care if the officials tell you just to blow. stop. We'll just take blow. that penalty. Take the penalty. We'll take that penalty. And, and hold just on, hold on. Blow. If that fine goes over ten thousand dollars, I'm out. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> ten, yeah we ain't paying no fine. We, we, we can handle that, fine. but you go over ten thousand. We ain't paying no fine. <laughs> don't give me hey, don't misquote me. I didn't I wasn't referring to no fines. I'm just say, whoa, well, wait, fines. I, I right. Money either. He said five yards. I do that all day. Yeah, five yeah. yards, I can handle. Yeah. Hey, but no, we're not going to Valley, but you know, we they will be 
in Jackson, Mississippi. There's no doubt about yes, that. The yes, Munchers going to do that. So I can't wait. It's going to be a back-to-back. I don't know if Prairie View fans understand that the times we are living in. We done went from having a losing record continuously to potentially being in back-to-back track championship yes. games. Yes. Like, do y'all understand? So. We have gone the from times being everybody's living book. in and, and what's going on right now. Like this may never happen again within the next 10 years. It's gonna happen so, again. We, we I are hope all everybody's enjoying the moment. We're um, in a trajectory. Hey, so you lose from time to time, it happens. But yeah, but we're on, we but we're on that trajectory, man. That we're on the trajectory, man. Ride it out, bro. We went from being everybody's homecoming f- pick. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Do you understand what that means? Yeah, we used to go to everybody else's homecoming. Yes. <laughs> now they're like, no, we don't. Don't put, don't put them, don't put PV on homecoming. We trying to win. Hey, the last one to do it was Southern. Bet you they mm-hmm. had a- <laughs> that, that was the last time. <laughs> Ain't no more green beans. Uh-uh. No, no, no. We yeah, we coming at you, man. See, the devil is busy today because this Wi-Fi or everybody's side is acting a fool, but that's all right. We're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna be right back with these re-ready shout-outs. And if there's nobody but me and Roland, we're gonna get this, uh, you know, PV, you know, down today. <laughs> Look, we have nobody break. else to blame but ourselves. That's man. it. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. We back. I had to join with my phone, Joe. You got your green screen showing behind you. We like forget it, man. Let's just let's just get it done. <laughs> so, man, so Roland, who you got? Who you got for the we ready shout outs? Man, I got to give a shout out. We thought we were gonna get a chance to get him on the show. Um, Shanetta's dad is celebrating the big eight five today. So, yes. uh, kudos to him. He's a PV grad, so is definitely still in the wheelhouse of uh, celebrating PV. We hope that this is a wonderful day for you, sir. Um, and Shanetta, make sure you get him everything that he asked for. Because he ready. All right. He ready. He ready. He ready. All right, Joe, you got a shout out? Uh, I got a shout out to uh, just the entire football team, just in general, for just for, for coming back and, and forgetting having a short term remember forgetting what happened last week and getting back on track uh you know it takes mental focus these cats is 18 19 20 so just understand that and how much pressure they got on their shoulders so hey pvamu football team they was ready they ready they ready they ready all right now it's just three of us we have no excuse Damn, if, if we can't get this right Man. all right now i'm gonna start the metronome <laughs> hey, you know, you know. Uh, we still a little delayed. We gonna chalk it up to the Wi-Fi. That's what we gonna do. Let's chalk it up to the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi and we man, out. It's now the same way it do every week. <laughs> <I> Terrible. <know. laughs> we out. All right. All right. <laughs>